drop it, but then you and I turned it into flavor too. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pockum and this thing. This has been Joy. Katie, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Over Q and Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in. It's official, man. Y'all hear it's your Let's do it. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to The Flagrant 2 with the big homie D-Murph, where I always, and I mean literally, always got something to say. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. World, people in LA, Big Roy, what's up, big dog? I see you over there doing his thing. You know, he, yeah. he he's, he's sitting in the cut, but uh, world, I have two dope people, one that I've known since I was... Uh, in my early teens, or well not early teens, early 20, late teens, and then just met this young lady today who I'm definitely glad they're paired up to be on the show. We in LA, live in the building with Twin Perp and Bird. What's up, y'all? How you doing? How you doing? I D. I D. Yeah, you do. Well, my boy D Murr, how you doing? Hey, man, I'm good, brother. Uh, can you let the world know, first of all, before we introduce Miss Twin Perp, why you call me I D? I call you Ike D because Ike D was a, he, like, he's a passive, violent guy on the basketball court. So I was like, stop beating him up like that, Ike D. Because he had defense, and, you know, that was my, my go-to guy on offense on, on the driving dish. Appreciate so I was that. like, yeah, you know, I give everybody a nickname, so his ended up being Ike D. My bad. Well, I mean, no, that's good, man. It's interesting, yeah. too, man, because it definitely... It carries over into this podcast game because, like you said, passive-aggressive. I'm nice, but don't take my yeah, kindness for weakness. At all, at all, at all. You know what I mean? At all. <laughs> and Miss Twin Perp. What's happening? Appreciate the hospitality, too. Thank you for having me. Thank you for, for the support even up until this point. And first off, Twin Perp, can, can you let the world know why you call yourself Twin Perp? Well, I'm a twin. And um, my first name is Violet, so another incognito way to say my name is Purple. Um, so that went to something more shorter because I need to be more brief, so it turned into Perp. <laughs> so Twin Perp is what it is. No, it has no relationship to smoking weed or any <laughs> That Purple drink, we in L.A., y'all, yeah. you know, Bike. Actually, it's not even the L.A. thing. You know, people always associate, oh, she's from the Bay. She got to be on that Purple. You know, she on, yeah. you know, that, you know, it was like, you guys are really ignorant. You know, <laughs> like, you know, not all Chinese people are, not everybody speak, it looks Asian as Chinese. But just because you got the label Purple behind you does not mean that you are a fan of smoke. I don't mind it. I like how it smells. I can't function off of it. So, yeah, I don't associate it with, with it in that way. Well, world, and, and, and throughout this show, if I call a perp or twin or twin perp or violet, like whatever, just know, man, she's just a dope lady who's giving us some key tips and this show is being recorded live as we speak. So I look forward to checking it out whenever it comes out. I'm going to backtrack just a little bit, though. As far as Bird, Armand, Bird, Wainwright. So... We linked up back in 2001 when I stepped foot and stepped campus on uh, Texas A&M University in Corpus Christi. So he was my host, for those who do not know. Whenever you go on a recruiting trip, quote, unquote, this should be someone that they believe 
will help support seal the deal, seal the deal seal on the that deal of getting you to come to the school. Yes, sir. I was the guy that I was his host. That was funny, and, and, and it was interesting because he didn't remember when I said Bird. You know, you was the host of you. You were the first person that I met far outside of the coaching staff and the academic staff that I was able to link up with for those few days. That's crazy. And even then, he was like, "Yo, come in." Be aggressive, but don't put don't 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 do it to the point to where you're gonna have these guys against you. I host duties, you know. First of all, they used to give us like what was the what was the take? Did you host? Did you? Yeah, I, I had to host a few times. What was the amount they used to give us? I think what, it was like thirty bucks a day. Thirty bucks a day, if I'm so, not mistaken. So, so we had to just give the recruits whatever they, they wanted. wanted yeah. We take them out, drinks on us, whatever, and all that. And if he was, and I never, and if, and it, and whoever I was close to, they would see how I played it. I wasn't a stingy dude on the bucks. I spent yeah. it all, right? He did spend it all. I didn't keep, I didn't do no hustle. Ooh, I think this is a way you can hustle and keep money, but I didn't do that. And my world, my list, like, what y'all talking about? Yeah. It's a, it's an NCAA thing. We have to elaborate another day. But Bird was real generous. I think it was even to the point. I think you even got back with coach and was like, hey, can we, you know, try to do something else because. Mm-hmm. It, that wasn't enough. I don't remember, but I don't know if it was like some type of party or event that was going on that we was able to go get food. Yeah, we college students. We broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hungry. Because we wasn't allowed to work on scholarship. You cannot have a job on scholarship. Exactly. Not academic scholarship. Exactly. No job. Exactly. Unless it's, unless it's going to some extra credit. That I don't know. Right, credit. right. But yeah, this guy was my host. And not only was he my host for those couple of days, but he was one of my go-to guys at that university until he left because he was a senior when I got there. And... I'm still grateful for this day. So when people look at how I shaved and how I kept my beard and hair for so long styled up, he had a lot to do with it. And I want to thank you on the flagrant too and from the world to say, hey, thank you for that. I always kept do rags on point because I was a person that usually left a brush or do rag on the road. Yeah. Or in the room rushing because I was out the night before before we had to go travel. All that, all that fun times, beautiful times. So I'm going to chime in here and I'm going to okay. be funny since you said okay. uh, he's the man that taught you how to keep yourself up and everything yes, like that. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to say you're going to have to let us do this on a YouTube channel. Throw that up on how that is done precisely because some mm-hmm. gentlemen just really don't know how to get it together. And from what I'm hearing, you can do it yourself. Brothers, no. you got to get it together. Y'all can't be walking around the streets looking scraggly. <laughs> yeah, so true. now on that note, you can continue. No, no, and, and, and per- I'm just saying. No, and, and the listeners in the world, this is coming from a woman who is not only an entrepreneur, but she's about her business. So perception goes a long way with Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Your yeah. expectation of a woman is the same thing to keep yourself up and maintain and looking nice and fresh. Well, uh, gentlemen, hello. We expect the same out of you, if not more. And if you want a nice woman... You just ain't gonna just she gonna she's just not gonna fall from the sky without you doing your part yeah, to help right. for your upkeep. See, right. with me, all it was with me because I looked up to the fly guys, so I I, t- I got taught upkeep, and I we mm-hmm. you know, he knew I was a barber, I was cutting everybody hair, yeah, and and I was like I'm staying fly, was, yeah, you know, and whoever wanted to adapt the formula or whoever wanted to be, you know what I'm saying, whoever, right. you know what, they did it, whoever didn't, they went right. back on it, right, but okay, and, and I I did was cutting. He was cutting. He started cutting. Big smooth, yeah, yeah. I was doing that, you know? but I was a like you said, we were broke, and I was not charged. I was charging like three to five dollars a haircut. I wasn't charging ten dollar haircuts. Right, like that. it was three, two. You want you want to line up? Yeah, give me two. exactly. Give me two. I do the face, whole beard, everything. Mm-hmm. Two. 
But I just had the school. I had the, uh, the players. And our listeners like Murph Bird, two dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was. He wasn't trying to out hustle, you know, his teammates or people around yeah. campus. Because I know, I know the check we got that three hundred some three hundred ninety nine dollars check. Yep. And one time, you know what I did? One of them checks. What's I bought the PS two. Now, sacrifice my whole meal plan. I, for, I when the PS2 first came out, yeah, I sacrificed my whole meal plan to get the PS2. Yes, yeah. sir. And that's real. My some of my list was as new and you know don't understand. Yeah, it was a PlayStation Two, PlayStation <laughs> One, PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, and PlayStation Four. I got to break it down for some listeners, Berg. So we we do have some younger listeners that really rock right. with. With flavoring two and myself, so they trying to get schooling, and they That's come to reach right. out to us. So, so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys to um, link that later on to the Jordans. But before we go there, I just right. was found it very fascinating to hear you two speak about the importance of perception, and then on top of that, um, integrate the idea of a barber because somehow mm. the idea of a barber is so um, uh, entwined in our culture from um, sports and. Um, uh, music and uh, you know the idea of a celebrity like the barber has so much to do with it it's a place where you can sit there go back and forth feed your ideas chop it up yeah. you know vent you know I uh, should have really went to pursue with that because you know these celebrity barbers get like $500 why can't you do it now though because I, I um, that's not my passion. Oh, okay. Copy that. That's not my passion. Yeah, do something that you're passionate about. Yeah, I agree. Which is what you're yeah. doing now. We're yeah. currently being filmed right now. Yeah. And I'm going to lead to that a little bit later as far as how you two met. Mm-hmm. And even any future projects or projects that you have done, including your YouTube channel and all that fun stuff. So, Miss Twin Perk. Talk to me. Let the world know your upbringing as far as, you know... Like you said, there's a twin. We know that much. Mm-hmm. But what what it has film? Well, for those who don't know, she's she went to school for film, correct? Yeah, that's and cool. she was giving me tips on like basically, Merv, you can do this video videography thing for to set up. So now I'm going to be taking additional notes to Houston with my dog Roboy in the cut again. What up, big dog? That um, that's going to help us not only take. To basically take our brand to the next level. So thank you for that insight. So just let the world know just kind of your, your, your upbringing and what led you to film and, and basically get you to this point. Yeah, so I'm from Oakland, California, too. Oh, uh, Glenn. Man, yeah. Shout out to the Bay, man. We got hey. a lot of love and support hey. out here, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of the Bay Area. So um, actually, my passion for film came from music. So... Um, but my father was always in the film. He was always recording stuff since we was kids. Mm-hmm. I'm an '80s baby, so that's kind of like what not to not not something that everybody can say they had because right. the film wasn't prevalent, nor was it was it uh, uh, cheap, you know, right, to pick right, up a camera right. and be able to afford one and tape stuff. So we was doing that. My dad always brought me up on that, and then my uncle. Um, who always he never had children, so he considered me as one of his daughters. He owned a music store, so I was always uh, surrounded around music. And then I don't know what came about, I guess, during the 80s, hip-hop just kind of took and ruled, ruled the world. Yeah. And it was a part uh. of my upbringing, you know? So as I got a little older, I got exposed to some technology, and I just liked it. Went to college, and I was like, I want to do radio, I want to do music. So I started working for a Bay Area. Uh, that stopped taking taping. But I, st- I started working for um, a local uh, station, KMEO, uh, which is... The second market in uh, in uh, the United States, first market being uh, New York, 
So I went to school freshman year at San Francisco State and then moved out here to pursue music. But then they were like, well, what do you mean by music? What do you mean you want to do music? Do you know how to play an instrument? No. <laughs> do you want to? <laughs> you know? like, just straight up. That's what the counselor said. He sat me down and was like, well, I'm confused what you're trying to do. I'm like, what do you mean what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to be an A&R. Right. He was like, well, I'm going to tell you this, this is not the right field for what you're trying to do, how you're trying to go about it. You got to go get into film. I said, what? Cinema, television, digital. I said, oh, okay he's the counselor so i said all right so um so we did that and then that's how i got involved with the films the film part i started understanding what they meant by digital and realized everything is going digital because mm-hmm. when i was in the bay i saw people doing turntables and then they were still experimenting digital turntables you didn't need to flip a uh flip a uh uh what's this called turntable a, a, a disc uh what do they call it? Uh, a record. A record. They yes. have to, you know, pull out of their record bag. Mm-hmm. A dude came in there, ripped all his music, and was going back and forth mixing on one turntable, which is what we see today. Mm-hmm. People don't, right. you know, care the yes. crates. And I was already, you know, with this vision, like, okay, this is what's going to happen. You're going to be able to take your music to and from wherever you started in the house, in the car, and go everywhere without Portable. skipping a beat. Yeah, Bluetooth today, right? Mm-hmm. They thought I was crazy in school when I tried to describe the turntables and how everybody everything was going on. But, you know, people like us um, in the, in the, in the uh, music, the, you know, hip-hop and everything, we're uh, downloading music from uh, Napster. You know what I mean? So we yeah, know. Yeah, if you, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you've been there, you were exposed yeah, to that. Like, right, you can see right, the vision. It was so clear. Right, the professor right. who's been out the game for so long was right. like, what? She gave me a C. Uh-huh. <laughs> she gave me a C. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I took that class over just because I had to make a point. Like, you huh. got to hear me a second time. There you so, go. Look at where we a are. A woman today. with persistence. Like she said, look at where we are today. And, yeah. and the concept with that is people if one person don't believe your idea if you really believe it stick it out Absolutely. keep pushing until eventually it's going to revolutionize it yeah. and, and miss twin and miss perp she basically telling you like she said now it's basically everything is becoming digital to where you don't really need that much equipment nah. in fact i'm really kind of upset because i went to school for nothing i'm gonna tell you like this mm. anybody everybody is my competitor right now Facebook and the internet and social media came about and suddenly everyone can call themselves a professional editor, videographer, a social media artist, brand marketer, etc. And the idea of entrepreneurship, even model, model. (laughs) the idea of entrepreneurship has really just turned the uh, industry, all kinds of industries into turmoil. You know, and so I find it to be very fascinating. And then I said to myself, well, I can't be one of the motherfuckers practicing on the shit. I got to be the person who's yeah. moving the exactly. shit along, you know, bringing together the ideas that's going to, um, that are like, you know how you said earlier, I think on, on off camera, you brought, uh, you said that, um, that you can see things happening before they get there right in the business yes, anticipating anticipation yeah. and all that yeah. so i have that gift and i've been always been able to see okay this is what's going to take off this is going to be mm-hmm. but you know but you got to leverage it it's not enough to just see the future you got to be able to really you know leverage it and i thought well what better way than to be the business person behind all those moves right. especially when you have a passion for something yes, the product that you invest in or to church you know liking you really have to sit there and say you 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 appreciate it you can't just go into business on something you don't know nothing about or you don't give a fuck about yep. because you can't sell it to somebody if you yourself are not using it well, or you really don't believe in it, it. yeah um, you said it so church that's it. Well, that's man, it. powerful y'all hearing the world and 
And that's the beauty of it. So how, what brought y'all together? I know y'all both creative minds, so how did that work? Like, you know, the law of attraction. Yeah, you know what's funny about it? Like, we're both from Oakland, but we met in Hollywood. <laughs> so met. for the listeners that don't yeah. know, how far is Oakland from California? Well, I mean, you know, from Hollywood. Six, six to five hours. From five to Oakland, six. Uh, five to six. Yeah, so. <laughs> he said six to five. Yeah, she said five to six. <laughs> Look, I love it. So, I love it. But um, that, that's how we, yeah, we met at a club December 6th, right? Something like that. That's the thing. That's the date to be exact. And, um, hey, don't be looking at it. I can't, hey, I can't say it on this one, big talk. I think it's like 10th or 11th. 10th or 11th. But fellas, let me tell you something. If you look good, like we was talking about, your upkeep, Facts. you dress good, you stay sharp. It didn't take no words. I was just a gentleman to her. She was. I seen her walking down the stairs. All I did was put my arm out. Let me help her down the stairs. She grabbed my arm with a big smile. Her energy is so good. She had me on the dance floor, and I don't even dance. <laughs> the mic just dropped. <laughs> Straight up. Mind you, this wasn't just any club thing. Let me just clarify this, okay? He was out and about. He wasn't like, I'm out here clubbing, like, and she's just out here picking up niggas at a club. Okay. <laughs> Let's just clarify yeah. that, okay? It was around Christmas time, and he's sitting there out there um, doing a showcase with uh, another uh, artist uh, friend of his. Actually, a friend, um, to this day, they're really close, really talented guy, too. Um, and so he was out and about supporting that situation, but for whatever reason, they didn't hit the stage that night. And I happened to be out, um, we were doing a Christmas party for my job, and I was trying to motivate another person who had a, a, a little bit of self-esteem, which finally got um, uh, th- uh, my, I guess, a brother of mine's wife out the house, okay, and we got her out and to really kind of see, check out the scene and get herself back on, on point. And in the process of it all, we ran into each other, so it is what it is. He's so two creative minds. So how does that work though? Like you come up with the idea. Like who comes up with the idea? Who executes? It depends. It, it, so like, y'all flip flop. Yeah. yeah. If she got something, she, she'll bring me on and what I'm what I'm good at. Like here's the thing. She she does a lot of things that I don't know how to do as far okay. as editing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but I picked up a lot of things that she's not unfamiliar with. So we just use it. We just come together as Voltron and. And, and put put the pieces together, and I let her oversee all my work before I even put it out. Strengths because and weaknesses. She has to, yeah. Our relationship is based on strengths and weaknesses, and like any smart business person, we are going to develop an individual's weaknesses. I can't help him with what he's already good at, so that's where I come in, and that's why. And he knows that, so he comes, and when he says, "I go and look over his work," I mean, I'm not there to tell him to do how well or not he's doing, but when I see that, uh, well, he tells me what he's out there trying to do. He's already admitted. Listen. This is this is where my flaw is, and he knows I'm gonna catch him regardless. <laughs> yeah, he said, "No, nah, he checks point. me. He has to tell me like, hey, slow your roll. I already know where I fucked up at. Look over here. You, the rest is already history. Nice. Done. He does because he knows where I'm where I'm at with it. Um, but for a while, it was a little, it was harder because you know it's hard to tell somebody about themselves. That's real. You know, but if it's gonna be anybody, let it be him because you know. So how did y'all get to that level though? Communication he or he actually never knew that um, I, this is what I do or what I liked or my passion. Yeah, I really? came from him. My we when we met, we were hanging out and stuff, and I was going to support the music and all that because that's what I like. And then when I heard his work, I was like, oh, this is dope and very different, you know. So uh, very innovative in regards to his sound, you know. Um, it, 
so so I'm listening and the whole time, you know, um, it started off with me making some some covers, some some music covers for them. I don't even know how that came about. I just kind of <laughs> like, oh, I could try to do that for you, you know. And then I started pushing out a lot of these covers, and he just kept coming back to me like, hey, that was dope, and this one got better, and and I I learned how to take his direction and what he was trying to. I tried to like uh, embody his what she he was trying to do. On my yeah, you go. and I was like, yeah. okay, I know what you want. Boom, yeah. boom, you know. Yeah. And then uh, my friends on, were on some, um, you really need to just hit them up and let them know you really like music. You're going to get real old and not be able to do Man. some projects with somebody who's got, you know, a way into these studios and everything like that. I said, man, I don't want this man to be like, I'm like a gold digger. Like, yeah. you know, instead of a gold digger taking advantage of him for the resource that I know he's got. Right. So I kept that on the low for a and long remember, time. Help me remember to ask you that question about gold digging and... First time meeting somebody, it's a reason why I want to get that. Yeah. yeah, so so that's how that came about. So eventually, you know, it was he learned about it. You know, um, even though you talk and you say, "Oh yeah, I went to school for this, I went to school for that," I'm sure he heard me when when I told him, "Oh yeah, I went to school and I studied film or whatever." But thought she was all talk, huh, big dog? Nah, I wasn't into the film yet. Like oh, I wasn't. Fun. She really sparked me. She really taught me capture. I thought I had my phone on vibrate. Sorry, I, I, I lost. She really, <laughs> she, she really, she really taught me how to uh, capture the use of footage and B roll and stuff. Because at first she used to just film a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I wasn't used to that. Mm -hmm. Like, but it made sense. Like six months from now or whenever, it makes sense to have all this footage because it all came in handy. That's why I'm working on this movie through ninety percent of the stuff she shot. Just me in action and me being out and all that. Now ask me and why I was shooting it though. Why was you shooting it? You know, the whole time I just, I, I, I realized he was a storyteller. When I met him, he's been a storyteller since I met him. I can I can agree with that. So I said, why the fuck is he not on camera already? And then I kind of saw him, um, he had done this thing called, uh, uh, what was it, the, uh, not the Jimmy Dormy, the Luther 10. When you did the, all the... The Unrelatables? No, before that, you did the... It was like 10 um, episodes. Boom, boom, boom. And the one, the one had 10,000. Oh, John Tucker must John die. John Tucker must <laughs> die. And so I kind of... That's on YouTube? Yeah, that's on YouTube. Yeah. So one day that's I just kind of... That's some old stuff. Yeah, right he there. used to share random stuff, and I don't know why this John Tucker thing just came about one day, and I just kind of looked it up, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Everything I've been she doing. The concept of what, what I was doing. Well, everything he was doing, I was like, that's funny. I had already was already kind of doing it on, on my own mm -hmm. on his behalf without him even being aware of it because I saw he was a storyteller. So I started just recording it all, and um, yeah. And then next thing you know, he was like, he finally kind of was like, he used to ask me, why you got that camera on? Why you got that camera? Turn that camera off. And I'm like, well, if, if he ain't going to use it, at least it helps me practice because I never was a camera person. Like, gotcha. I want to be in front of the camera. I'm like a dude right here. I'm behind the scenes. <laughs> Big room. You know, the homie who's sitting off the camera. I'm like him, his right. other co-host. Um, I just wanted to be behind the scenes because I still want to be able to be, I guess you can call me famous, but... Be able to shop, go to the store, and I'll be bothered and have a life. Right. And enjoy that aspect of it, you know. It's all me. Hey, so, good. I hate you, big you know, <laughs> So, you know, so so that, so that's why the cameras and all that came about and how, how, how it all kind of just transpired. And so he finally learned. And I had to just tell him one day, like, you know, I'm really good at this. <laughs> you give me a shot. There you go. So he was recording, I think it was Jordan era. 
Now I always wanted to record an album because I called myself a rapper when I was sixteen. Hey, <laughs> you got some bar. You got you got a sixteen. I know you got a retro bar that you can let the world. I, you know what's funny? I'm not a freestyler for anything in the okay, world, so okay, um, okay. I. I I'm not that kind of a person. Every blue moon, if I'm feeling myself, okay. I might just drop a few lines. Well, hopefully by the end of this show, world, you know, you know we, we might, might get a little something soft from tweeting right, herself. Right. Yeah. But, but yeah, so that's, you know, that's, you know. But what I have a question for you now is What's up? Um, how we were talking about earlier about the barbershop and then like the whole culture and everything. Yeah. And then Bird started doing his spill about how he spent his $399 on that PS2. On that PS2. <laughs> yes, and ma'am. now, you know, Jordan's Wave is all about um, the uh, people are willing, their willingness to pay for something. Mm-hmm. And those are the Jordans. Their right. kids' willingness to pay for a pair of shoes. Parents will go and spend two, three hundred dollars on a pair of shoes for their kids, knowing they're gonna be gone in a week or two. Um, and their last for a pair of shoes. Yeah. And this is exactly what he did. Why is our why why is our our culture like that? Why why do we feel like that is you know necessary? Why do we feel that like I have to uh, spend that much on the uh, well not you. This was a, this is this is different in that. You're, you know you're getting a check next month, though. Our culture, our, or at least where we come from. Our culture. We don't know that we're <laughs> going to get money next month to pay the light, to turn the light. I mean, we will do without the our light. Our priorities are backwards. Well, you said something earlier, though, about the barbershop. Like, perception of what... Yeah, our perception too, of, of our, our, our how we look is so important to us. But why is that? The way... What I've learned in my experiences as an entrepreneur and in the real world, perception, because people, they always say don't judge a book by its cover, but they do. So it's a contradiction, first off. Two, that helps kind of people discern if they're going to give you a chance or not, just like with job interviews. I'm six, seven, tall. I carry myself a certain way, right off the rip, like we kind of discussed. That's intimidating by itself. And my list like, okay, Murph. Then when I start speaking intellectually, with some dialogue, they really like, oh, I don't get the job. Right, overqualified. Uh, they tell you you're overqualified, but really they're intimidated because suddenly they honestly know that you're going to be the guy to fill their to, to fill their shoes one day, and that day to be really soon because they see the, they see what they're lacking, you know. And I appreciate and, that. But that's every day. I get that all the time too. So, so I let's, let's flip it. So if I came in not shave, I'm a hairy dude. I've got the fro out, scrub, and you know, just coming in and sitting down. They gonna turn me right back around. So perception is not necessarily. I'm gonna tell you why. Because if you came, more times than not, if you came in there looking scraggly, at the same time you came out there outspoken, suddenly they see something they can improve. That there's room for improvement for you. And right, but what's the percentage on that? They can de- well, this is this is this is this is what I'm trying to explain to you. See, you got to sell yourself, and you got to be able to play your cards, and that's one thing in life that we fail to do. We have cards to play. You know, you got to do your research too when you go into an interview. Good point. You, you have to sit there and be like, who am I? Who am I? Um, uh, Presenting myself against you, what what are they looking for? Right. What are they missing? And what job am I coming Often in? Often, if for? if you a black man walking into an interview, that tells you right there they're looking for a minority. Now that that minority um, that you fit the description of the minority they're looking for that day is really it comes down to what you know about the company and the employer. Mm. Listeners, know? I hope y'all listen to that because we are both successful. All of us in here in this room is successful. So take I'm just letting for my world listeners don't take notes. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, that's how Trump won the election. You know, straight up. They saw what we were missing in, in society, and he saw that there was a demographic of people out there who were needing or and uh, who were looking for this. That, 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 that They weren't being represented, you know what I'm saying? So you really got to do a little bit of research sometimes and go into these interviews, or you really didn't want it at all, you know? Because I've been in interviews, uh, I want to say, well, every interview I've gone to, I've gotten a job. You know, but I went to interviews where I didn't want the job, <laughs> and still got the job. Nice. You know, nice. And was and was able to negotiate. No, no, that's what I'm strong at. The first part is just showing up. Yeah, that's true. They tell you that in practice. That's true. Whether he's scruffy or not. But I'm yeah. saying for my person. No, I'm saying. I mean, honestly, but let, no, but let me take the scruffy part back. I mean, if you're looking at uh, a uh, a line position or something like that, or a lower management position. What I just said about not looking the best may possibly uh, play on your part because they're they're looking to fulfill um, uh, in corporate America or corporations an organization is usually looking to fill the uh, fulfill their count as far as minorities on their books. Correct. Okay. So if you know that, I'm not saying don't look presentable, but you know you're super overqualified. You really got to sometimes just turn it down and be humble. You talked about that on the court. Mm -hmm. that they told you, you know, as an athlete, that's something you mm -hmm. learn how to humble yourself. Bird introduced you to the game like that. He was like, you know you better than these niggas, but right. you got to right. turn it down a notch. Right. And I appreciate you know? that too, Bird. I think, I don't know why I told, I think I told you that because I, I knew, like you said, I was already... I think I was already knew I was going through what I was going through, so I was like, you know, I you know I was a I was a loud personality. You would say that. Oh, absolutely. Like, but I, I feed I fed off of that yeah, though. Yeah, I was uh, so, and I was just you know that's all. Hey, but I don't want to contradict myself at the same time, and I'm gonna just say it like this because he always says he always says uh, he always says. Um, or he always used to ask me, and you always come over here all dipped and everything like that. And I told him like this, hey, I'm going to tell you one thing about life. You can never go wrong with being overdressed. That's true. That's true. You know, because if I'm going to lose to somebody, that's their loss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Love it. So, I Love mean, like it. I said, it really depends on what it is that you're out there trying to do. If you just want a job, and this is people who are looking for jobs, mm -hmm. I just told you the secret. And sometimes you just kind of be able to be flexible and this like that. But people like us don't look for jobs. They come out seeking. They look for us. That's real. Now, check this out. You know what I'm saying? So, so not just Yeah, what's going on, big brother? I got D Murph, man. I went to Juco with him before I went to Texas. Okay. He was the young boy from out of Richmond. Like, he went to, he's from, he went to Coach, Coach Carter is his coach. He went to Richmond High. He was on that Coach Carter team in the movie and all the that. movie and all that. He was on set and all that. And, and nice. the same how I was with when I, went, when I was with him. I was with him, and that's my guy. And he's and here was, to this what's day. his name? Wayne Oliver. Wayne Oliver, look him up. Oliver. And we all yeah, don't, do be, like, don't be Google me. Yeah. It's all good, brother. Yeah. You want to play good too, man? That's how we do it, bro. Yeah. All star welcome. Brought us all together. Yeah, welcome, you know, man. Welcome, and we'll definitely grab it soon. Man, if you got anything to say too, man, just you, know, you can grab my mic. Yeah. You know, I'm just letting you know the platform is open. But um, but it was something, twin, that you said, and and, and I'm kind of changing the subject just a little bit. But I want to get a woman's perspective, such as yours, with the experience. Bird, when you said you met, you didn't want to come across as somebody that was trying to dictate or somebody that was trying to take something that he earned and things like that. Why do you say that? Why, in your perspective, why did you stay that initial? Can I interject real quick? Yeah, go ahead. This is the type of person. I'm going to be real quick. So, 
when I, for one of our first dates, I didn't know her birthday was coming up. Mm-hmm. So I bought her something right then and there. She's the type of woman that said, okay, I'm back door and I'm going to buy you something right back because I don't want she to, she's an independent, mm-hmm. strong woman, and, you know, but go ahead. We're going to add to that too. Yeah, well, he said a lot right there, huh? Um, I just have never been the kind of person that wanted anybody to have the impression that I wasn't into you if I didn't say I was into you. It's already hard enough for you to get my attention. And then once you got it, I'm going to give you the wrong perception of me. Absolutely not. And I've always been a big a belie- uh, believer that as a woman, I have a, a job to educate other men to Ooh. seek out the right kind of a woman. So when you come across me, any man that's been in my life, will tell you, you know, that's the benchmark. You can't reach that bitch. You out my life. Mm-hmm. Straight mm-hmm. the fuck you up. You got standards, and you period. Yeah, no, I and can a real see why man. A lot of men fell away from her, like because it's they not one. Okay. Yeah, I can see. First, you got to be confident, like you said. If you come on, the, if you came at me, if I wasn't confident, one, I'm like, man, I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna be able to reach her level. One, yeah. two. No, she just on her shit. But well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, she just on her shit. A lot of niggas ain't on their shit. And that's what I was gonna get at. If they, I knew, I'm not off top. Oh, right, okay. I, I'm not. She out of my league. Wave. Yeah, all that. But, but I, see, that's a bad, that's a bad attitude to have. She's out of my league. But a lot of guys to birth. But see, that's what I, that's all I ever want to teach a man though. Is the first thing is you're doing is you already settling for less. You disrespecting yourself by having that kind of an attitude. But how many men typically go to my listen to a woman, though? Well, most men... Well, we're talking about black men here. Well, I mean, we all are black, just, so let's just, black men. Listen, we just going to talk about black men. Fuck everybody else. Okay. I don't know about everybody. Okay. I can't speak for everybody let's else. Go. But a white man that never give me his attention and never will. Because at the end of the day, as being a minority, a white man is already intimidated by a woman. Now, a, a minority woman at that, she's not Asian. He's That's the only exception. You know, mm. seriously. I'm like, I'm That's like the I'm only I'm other exception. But men, I have a problem when they sell when they sell themselves short. You you mean to tell me you're okay with buying a bitch off? You're okay with giving yourself up to a woman? Y'all quick to stick your dick in anything that's walking and don't realize by doing that you might end up with a statistic as a statistic and a, an unwanted child, and you creating a cycle. So, fellas, why do you think, and we kind of talked about this, but why do you think as men, black men, minority men, we don't carry that, a lot of us don't carry that Same confidence? Standard. The standard? The, well, like, I, I, in, my, in my opinion, I think uh, the first thing, the first thing about, in, in nature, it's in a man's, it's in a man, man's instinct to provide and protect. And so, if, if you feel some way that you can't adequately provide and protect then right then it, it, it's a it's a jab at your confidence it's a jab at what you what you meant to do and so but see, that, I'm a, that I, might deter a few men i'm gonna I'm have to I'm, i don't know where you guys get this from because in the jungle who's doing all the getting all the prey the lioness the lioness and the king is supposed to just sit there and receive it right so I just never understood why a black man can't ever understand that it is okay for his partner to sit there and lead him in the right direction. Because we all from the same situation. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, that part I never understood. Like, if y'all really on that shit and, you know, and, and, and your animal instincts and mm-hmm. stuff like that, then you should be okay with having... I'm not saying you should be inferior to your woman. Right. But remember how we talked about earlier strengths and weaknesses? Correct, correct. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the man isn't making the best, uh, bringing home all the money right or the most amount of money 
But what things does he have to offer? Obviously, he's on his grind and he's going there. He's talented. He's going to be, you know, the uh, manager, the CEO, etc. of the organization he's with. He has a plan. you got to give the man a plan. But behind every good man stands a great woman. Absolutely. There's going to come a time where I have to take nine months off. And I prepared this man next to me to make sure he can do it. Because we set it up. Well, I mean, we did this together. So you got to know there's going to come a time where you know you, you're you going to be in the front line. But it takes a special space. woman to do that. And my, okay, because I'm in leadership. So I've taken pride to do that. I've, I, I've always taken pride to do that. When I come across people and stuff like that, any man, like I said, that's been in my life, whether it be my brother, uh, a co-worker, another manager, that I set the tone. For the kind of worker that you want, absolutely. You know, in regards, to, but at the same time, in the female uh, gender, right? As a as a as a woman, though, you know, whether it be your partner, like the kind of shit you need to be looking for, like why do you sell yourself out? But you have that balance. I, a lot of women, in my opinion, do not have that balance. Once they once they have that lioness mentality, they keep that switch on to where it's kind of like, yo, why is why you here? Teaching though? us to do that though. So I mean, I mean, it goes both ways. It goes both ways, but you guys kind of like, in a way, kind of say, um, you know, you shouldn't be looking uh, for anything less. Like somebody told me one time, why the fuck do I listen to uh, some of the music that I listen to? Like, uh, what is this man's name? Too Short or the other, Mac Maul. They used to ask me all the time, why the fuck does a woman like you listen to this kind of music? And I had to check them like, shit, it tells me how the fuck y'all think. Stupid. <laughs> But do, do you think it's the general perception of a female to think how you think? Or do you think, because you said we're training y'all to think like that. The but majority when, of women but and when, men. But when you look at love and hip-hop, when mm -hmm. you look at Real Housewives of Atlanta, the women that y'all quote-unquote look up to and turn tune into weekly, are, is that what they're doing? So are, 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 they, are they trying, do they want the red bottoms? Do they want the all the insignificant shit that don't really have value? That's why my music is having a hard time to getting out there because I talk about the opposite. I talk about every single thing that a woman shouldn't be doing. Why are you looking up to standing in a government line and seeking a government check and getting that EBT card? You're absolutely mm -hmm. right about TV. And all mm -hmm. the women that I come across, I find a reason to tell them. I turned off cable a long time ago and I've been streaming all my life because I don't like people trying to tell me what the fuck I'm supposed to think like. My mama couldn't do it. Why the fuck should I let mm -hmm. the next individual do it? So I stopped... Um, participating in cable before the real streaming situation came about and I teach everybody to come over my house and be like where's the cable you know we don't fuck with cable we do we stream for a reason because I do not believe you turn on the news they talking to you about some bullshit you mean to tell me that my tax dollars go to the fireman to go get a fucking cat off the fucking tree that came on the other day I said y'all ain't got shit else to do no more because social media and took over the world and we're sitting there telling and reporting that every second and moment of the day like that's that's some bullshit right there so I take pride in doing that. I've always said it. You know, anybody who's going to be on my camp around me is going to hear some real fucking shit. I have my mother and my father, thank God. But even having the both of them, I saw some things that weren't the most nice things for a couple to, to have to look after. But we're in a position in, in the platforms that we have and as individuals right. that we have where we're not right. begging or struggling right. to be right. able Amen. to share that message with other people and let them know this is unacceptable for you to think that it is okay just like a woman can't be a hoe a man shouldn't be a hoe for obvious reasons your seeds are important to you you want to be the kind of man that just has to walk away from a seed because the bitch you chose up on she, mind you you didn't choose up on her it was a fucking accident because of our ignorance 
and our lack of knowing better than that. And if another woman ain't told you the truth, you need to get it together, brother. But even if she told us, will, will, will we accept we it? We never listen. You know why? Because as, as young adults, adolescents, I made my mistakes too. Okay? I'm not, I am not, uh, I'm not, I'm not excluded from that equation. But so, so where are you at now with your life? Life I has see, changed. Good question. I, I, see, I, was see, be, I see feel so passionate about these situations. Topics, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of my. That's always been part of my message, and I think that uh, you asked you asked me about that. Now I'm a credible individual. Now well, you I'm are. I appreciate you. Like I said, from the beginning, your hospitality and letting letting the world know that hey, we rocking with you because you see something. We're not, yeah. you know, fake and putting, you know, making you feel uncomfortable. You feel like combined, we can make some noise in our community. Absolutely. I mean, uh, my accolades speak for themselves. Um, now I have now three degrees, and I always said the reason, some of the reasons why I wanted to go. Degrees ain't shit, by the way. It's just a fucking receipt. But however, for the world, for some reason, it means something. And if I've never, if you never seen me on TV before, if you never been, if I'm not a celebrity, you ain't gonna listen to me. So I gotta find a reason to tell you how credible I am, mm-hmm. so that now that I speak, now you can say, well, you know, she gotta be talking about something. She got an MBA. Yeah. Because before this, I was preaching the same thing. You could see when the music hit, hit you know, got online, and you, she was talking the same shit. Now, all of a sudden, she's got three degrees. You're going to listen to me. Why? Because I'm credible. I'm a credible individual now. Absolutely. Powerful. Powerful. Straight the fuck up. That's Powerful. the only way I can get my platform and speak. You know? Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. And like, like how you said, some people don't pay attention to the message that you say in your music. I think as black people... It's, it's, so, it's alternate ways like we, we stick to the norm we stick to what the, the, the athlete the entertainer the, the drug dealer whatever How, those are the ways we know how to be a leader mm-hmm. um, I'm slowly trying to get out of that my man, he has the podcast. This is a, a, a great example of how you can lead and, and be example in different ways and, and show different people. So, like, right now I'm in the process of trying to write a book, and it's called Basically I'm Happy. And it, and it, and it talks to some of this, to some of the stuff that we're talking about. We so caught up in jewelry and, and image and material, material possessions and that and stuff like that but i tell people think about this think about when a time when it was no houses no cars no streets no jewelry even before religion we was just living off the land what made those people happy because those people got us to where we are now so and, and like I, I just think and try to think about everything from a logical standpoint and it's 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 the basics just like when you learn in sports it's the base you don't try to learn how to do a 360 dunk you get bounce passes free throws it's the basics yeah, yeah, they, they they get you through life and so in life it's the it's no difference so like what did they need they needed water food shelter and i say basic needs muscles milo's uh Maslow's hierarchy uh, list of, of people's needs. needs. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and and so my, my minds were water, food, shelter, knowledge, and companionship. And the knowledge and companionship are umbrellas for other stuff because you need companionship because we like we love naturally we want love, but in a group, natural protection is different reasons why you're in a group and around and around other people. And the knowledge that that's an umbrella too because that can cover we need to know is this point is this plant poisonous is this one good for us and stuff we need to uh we have we have a desire to know where we come from so that covers spirituality to where people can say religion and stuff like that so that's where the knowledge comes from but those five basic things got us to where we are got got us to where we are now it's not it's not 
the pretty girl is not the nice car that that's not the stuff that truly makes you happy and so uh, once we get past that and learn to unlearn because we so like if you think about a, a extension cord it could sit on the floor right there and get tangled as fuck. Like, you know, we don't know how it gets tangled. It just get tangled and get tangled and get tangled. And we like, how does, and that's how we are as people. We, 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 we constantly get entangled. We, we learning that we got this expectation and that expectation. We got the degree expectation. We got the, I'm supposed to have hella girls expectation. I'm supposed to have hella money. And it's all these expectations, but none of that shit really make you happy. It's, it's, it's those basic things and if you got those basic things then you can prepare I'm not saying you can't go chase all the, the material shit you can get it but you gotta know what's really making you happy and what's I mean really, you can get yeah. it but you can't take it with you so at the end yeah. of the day I don't give a fuck as long as my basic needs are met <laughs> yeah, I love it I learned that the hard way this lady yesterday I went to meet with her she tried to tell me about all the situations some sort of business opportunity but she never get, could get to the point but I couldn't get over the fact that she just kept sh sharing with me that the mentors you know, that she had had you know all this uh, money the big house this and this and this and that you know and my whole thing was okay but did they have more time time was one of them that's mm -hmm. the only reason why I was able to carry on in the conversation they were able to buy themselves more time in life I thought if you can't offer me that then I don't know I, we shouldn't be having this but the fact that that came out of people's mouths that that's supposed to sell me I'm like you know what I just could use a little more space you feel me mm -hmm. and I don't want to be so close to my neighbors and mm -hmm. shit like that but at the end of the day everything is here you know what I'm saying two bad two houses you know you got your garage your dog's gonna be here all that I'm cool that's fine we got it you know but um people are so sold on that yeah all the wealth in the world i mean i'm not saying wealth money because wealth is is uh to be knowledge right be a lot of stuff. Yeah. exactly yeah. so i like the word wealth you know so um but success comes with us being able to have um have everything you actually mentioned because ultimately if you have all that those are the foundations to be able to make exactly. a successful life and go where you want to be with your family take them with you and be supportive of their needs as much right freedom, freedom. sidebar sidebar real quick i don't like they doing all this the same high retro retro me i had the stars too yeah i just want to sidebar real quick go ahead i, 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 I just want to say yeah, yeah okay. I, I told I told that this one girl the concept of that the book that I just mentioned and she asked me she said but she said you can't just take from people and not replace it with nothing meaning like like people do value those things they do value the stuff that I'm talking about and I and uh, basically I told her I was like I, I get what you're saying but I was like I could fill you up with cake but cake it's not healthy for you. That's not, that, that, that's not, you know what I'm saying? You, you Sweet ate. Sweet nothings. Yeah, yeah. Sweet nothings. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you full right now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the end of the day, what is that going to do for you in the long run? You're going to be stressed out because your body going to change. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be unhealthy and stuff. And, and that's the effects of thinking that you need that cake. Mm -hmm. But really, you need the, the shit that's growing from the earth. Yeah. And, and, and and it's the same thing with life. You you need the companionship. You need the water. You need the shelter. You need that knowledge and stuff like that. So, uh, and, that's, and that's where unlearning comes in because people don't understand the value of unlearning. But the biggest thing that I'd like to add to your point, big brother, is also making sure, like you said, the person that it's coming from is from a genuine place. Yeah, though. got it. It has to be authentic. Propaganda. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And, and and so once once people learn that it's it's really a skill to unlearn, 
because shit, how how old was y'all before y'all realized Christopher Columbus didn't discover America? Late, <laughs> you know what I'm Late saying? And, 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 and not on top of that, I learned in, in adulthood that he never even touched American soil. He only went to the Caribbean. He never even touched North American soil. He never even been here. So how you discover something where people was here greeting him? <laughs> but it's crazy, but hashtag so, stay woke. Stay, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So so we gotta we gotta learn how to unlearn and then get back to the basics and go from the base learn how to throw a chess pass. <laughs> and, 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 you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, 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 and people will get where they want to get faster, I think. And I just hope everybody that's tuning in right now is really enjoying this show. Like I said, we 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 in a room with some dope, dope people. Some some people that's aspiring, linked up with some great people, and still humble enough. We've got a person writing a book, person that's dope in film, and of course us with our brand and, and a musician, and just so many talented individuals in this one room, spitting gems, and just being authentic. And, and I just thank God that, like I said earlier, or we was talking offline with myself and Twin, and even Bird, and of course Big Roy, that it's about law of attraction. What you put out, you typically will get that in return in, in due time. And right now, this show is definitely um, is definitely displaying everything that we said, whether it's entrepreneurship, friendships, new friendships, and just overall rubbing elbows and connecting to make this thing of staying woke and, and, and sharing knowledge and sharing platforms to a whole nother level, which I'm truly... L.A. has been great. Like LA for myself, man. LA has been great, man. And thank you for following up with me this morning. Yesterday just lost track of time. Don't worry about it. I know you y'all had to get it in. <laughs> Hey, when brother hit me up this morning, I was like, "Yes, let me go ahead and call this brother first. And I was, I was still asleep. My guy Weezy was mad I couldn't uh, attend this play with him yesterday. Gotcha. I wanted to support all body, but I, it was just a lot going right, on. Right, you know right, that right. Was the first thing he mentioned, we woke up yeah. in the morning. He got to come holler. Yeah, because yeah, because he, he, no, that's just my yeah. guy. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my dude, man. Like, Bird Wayne Ride. Yeah, man. I'm tired. From the Bay. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. A moment. I, I'm glad to share with him. I got when we played Illinois. They was number two ranked in the nation. That's his hometown, home city, yeah. everything. Yeah. And we was roommates on that trip. Yeah, we was too. We was, yeah. You know how you go? We was roommates. Yeah. It was snowing and all this stuff, man. <laughs> and we the two had the game that time. We that sure night. did. Like, yeah. And he was like, man, we yeah. gonna roommate for the rest of the season. Yeah. And he tried. We damn near did. But yeah, we had cameras. We had the interview. After the, the game, game interview, I yep. was in there clowning like I asked him. I, I haven't changed. I, I like I'm like I'm, I'm very outspoken sometimes. Yeah. I was out there with Weezy with my shoes. I had on the, uh, the Air Force twos, the day colors. I put yep. them on the. He showed sure did. But, he showed sure did. He was acting a donkey like, like, in front of the media. <laughs> He did. I need to see that. Clip. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I need to see all that. And even the picture. A few people had the pictures. I don't know where the pictures at. See, why do we think like that? <laughs> why do we think like that? But, but you know that would make, yeah. to, to your point about yeah. credibility. Yeah. This man right here is credible. I'm not saying he wasn't yeah. before, yeah. but things like that, when he said they could, he could be like, dog, look, I, look, Illinois, number two. Yeah. They had three out of the top, you know, first rounders. In that during that NBA season, I played against him and I was one of the player of the games. Yeah. If he, as a visual culture that most of us are for whatever reason, that'll really give him that extra opening or opportunity just because of, of, of a picture, which is crazy. I don't know why that is, 
But we, like you said, back in the day, it wasn't no pictures. Yeah, yeah. Man, if we had what we, if we had the technology we had, we have now. Social During our upbringing, y'all wouldn't want to know me. I would really be on some other shit right now. <laughs> you think I'm talking down? Right, that's what I'm saying. Just like with this guy, and what we even I when I was in school, somebody else would have swept him off his feet. Yeah, we not we not regretting. We don't know what we know, but if we if we knew better, we would have did then. If we knew better, we would have did it then. But you know, again, it is what it is. It's never late to learn new things either. Trust me, you schooled me on the film aspect and the tripod and the camera, and I, I hope you give me a list or an email that I can start starting researching and pricing these oh, things. You see what I mean? So, we all got to get it, man. You know, I, I, I record. I want to record my man album because he do poetry, mm -hmm. and I say anytime you want to do your poetry album, you know. And make sure, you, brother, you give your, your 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 name again, your social handles, and things like that, because that part of the show when you were spitting, I was sitting there like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm speechless. Yeah, you sure did, and and I'm sitting. I wasn't even expecting that. And then for you to link up with the crew from you know Coach Carter, which is one of the greatest in my eyes movies, sports movies out there, with Samuel L. Jackson as a coach. How did you feel though? How did you feel when you know about all of that, right? So I'm 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 not gonna speak in hindsight. I'm gonna speak like in the moment. In the in the moment. Yeah, yeah, in, 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 in the moment, I was 17, and all I knew was we couldn't play the next game. So I was heated. Like that's all. I, uh, we undefeated. I want to play basketball. I don't care what you want. I don't care if a few do because the, the misconception is that the whole team, everybody was failing. We had uh, students that was honor on honor roll. It wasn't everybody. It was some. It was some people. And so, uh, and it wasn't necessarily everybody on varsity. That it, it, the rule applied to even if you was on JV, it, mm. it, it, it affected the varsity players. I know that. So we all like so it was like forty five players, freshman, JV, and varsity, fifteen, 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 and uh, or somewhere around that. And um, so anybody who messed up, and it was like so, so some of the stuff people always say, "What was real? What was fake?" Some of this, it was a lot of stuff. At the end of the day, it was a movie. It wasn't a documentary. Ah. So, so that's the first thing people got to realize. So, like, it wasn't fact for fact for fact. So, it's like they might have took something from your life, your life, and your life and put it into my character, mm -hmm. into Maze. Like, you might have had a fight. Uh, you might have broke up with your girlfriend and stuff like that. And they put it all in my, my one character. So, they mixed it, mixed and matched stuff. It's Hollywood. It wasn't a white boy on our team. It was a white boy in the movie. Right, you gotta, right, you gotta right, sell, right. You got you to gotta appeal to the masses. So, that wasn't necessarily true. But uh, we're hitting on a flagrant too. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. So uh, and, and it just it just it taught me it taught me about the movie business too. Like they it it'd be like a two second clip that they just film for hours and hours and hours and then just do it over and over and over and over. Like maybe it's a, like, yeah, like it's a basketball play and maybe the ball didn't elevate oh, right oh, or it oh, didn't oh. go through the net how they wanted to or the person didn't lean how they wanted and so they do it over and over and over the same shot. And uh, it, it, was, it was a dope experience. Samuel L. Jackson, he funny as hell. He talks shit like, like a regular man. <laughs> like he, so he he real like he is in the movies. Uh, Ashanti, that's my boo. My my baby mama still don't. We my baby mama married and just had twins. And she, oh. she still she still don't like Ashanti because of me. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but Ashanti, she had her bodyguard and. Uh, 
but the one, but but the sleeper was though uh, Adrian Byline. She was in the movie too from Three LW. Yeah, Three LW. And uh, she got on the real as well. On yeah, yeah, yeah. She got a sexy ass walk. So we uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we was we was in the gym. I'm walking through the gym, and uh, she stopped me and she said, "Can I take a picture with you?" And in my mind, I'm supposed to be asking you yeah, that, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So like I ain't gonna like like I fumbled that whole play because like like. Throughout the time that I was there, she was kind of like showing me attention, and uh, me, I'm, I'm 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 fresh out of college, so like I'm th- I'm thinking like how ex- exactly how she was talking about earlier, like then she rich, I can't like where I'm gonna take, I can't take her to eat, I can't say, <laughs> but at, at the end of the day, she she regular, like we regular, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and and but I didn't think, but me coming coming from the Bay and stuff like that, I ain't never been around the Hollywood stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't think. I'm, I'm thinking the most. I'm thinking that she bougie and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I, I let that one fumble. I let that one fumble. I could. I, I think. I think I had a shot. At AJ. She got married yeah, to an Israel something, right? You think you had a shot? Uh, Sounds like you she married now, right? Shot. Yeah, but that was. But you got to think. This is oh three. This 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 is a lot, a lot of years ago. You know what I'm saying? So, so you would have followed she, up. She got a lot more Hollywood experience now. Back then, yeah, she was just a struggling singer because ah, 3LW was yeah. low. Like like she she wasn't what she is yeah. now. And so, you know what's funny about all that? What makes the world small? Coach Carter played for our junior college coach. Yeah, he did. That's why I went there. That's why I me? went there. Yeah, crazy. That's why I went there because of Coach Carter. He told me to go there. Love yeah, it. yeah, it's, it's a dope show, man. I, man, I mean, I know I can have the mic, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, y'all, this dope show, man. I, I don't know what else to say. I think we hit more than enough. Sound like you need to get your ass up out of Houston. Oh, to California. I'm in age time. Come on, holler at me, holler at me. L.A. man, for real, the love. Oh, wait, you got to let him get on the mic and say that again, because you sound country. <laughs> say that again. Oh, big boy. Yeah. This nigga said, we out there. We out there. <laughs> <laughs> we out y'all. <laughs> you know he country. Age time, time already. I'm like, here in California. Let me put my two cents. T-A-W-N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's nothing yeah, wrong with that though. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you that in itself it speaks people speaks worldly of you because it's gonna give you it's gonna get you the attention that you need. In the and he getting a, he's getting the attention. <laughs> he knows that, and I'm gonna just say a little bit before we continue and wrap it up. People hit me up about Big Roy. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, that's dope. I'm like I didn't know I was his agent or PR, <laughs> but right. now I guess I am now. You're right, you're not his agent. You're not his PR. You're his manager. <laughs> hey, you gotta hey, get through me to get to other, Big Roy. If it was the other way around, somebody was hitting you up. You gotta play that part and play it quick. And I told him that. Somebody else will. And I told him that. I told him that. Somebody else capitalizing. But twin, but for real though, so. I, I I appreciate you saying we need to come to LA because the brand is constantly growing. And, and linking up with you, brother, I definitely get your information that way we can stay in touch, especially if you come to Houston and just in general. Because we're 2018 is our year to start traveling more. Yeah. I know I'll be in Vegas uh, within the next few months, so I know that's only a few hours of what three or four hour drive. So that's something you guys are more than welcome to kick it with me. I'll be there from Friday to Monday. Oliver's driving. So just just being honest with y'all, basically I'm out there doing what I did in LA, linking up with some people. Trying to rub some elbows and just seeing, you know, where, where things can go. And like you guys with the camera, 
be nice. It's, it's, I'm just looking. It, like it, I said, you have a studio. You have a home studio dealing with me when you come to L.A. I appreciate that too, man. Appreciate Off the love. 2001, 2002, the year we had together. No, we only had one, one year together. That is true, ain't it? I ain't think about it like this that. Relationship is one year together. Yeah, you're right. That's, that speaks to like when people are genuine. That's like I said, like, ours is one year like, together too. That that speaks to when, when people is genuine. Like I know people talk about growth and change and stuff, which is true. You're supposed to grow. You're supposed to change. But the basics, like I love talking about the basics, that don't change your morals, your yeah. character, like your character. That that shouldn't change. Like like if if you don't believe in hitting women, you're not going to start beating their <laughs> yeah, ass. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, or whatever. It's like, it's some shit that don't change. It's some shit that you got to stand on because at the end of the day, nothing, people people see value in consistency. So so I don't care whether you're an athlete. I don't care whether you're an office worker. When somebody know that they can look this way and they can count on you to still be doing what they seen you doing, like people see value in that. So no matter so so, so same so, with all everybody in this room. So 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 like his character, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the, he's the, still the same. The funnies is always, you know what I'm saying? We know <laughs> it was, the humor is always we gonna be able to relate on the on the humor. We always gonna be able to relate on the stories. We I know that like I could count on him not doing no sucker shit. You know what I'm saying? Like hey, when I first spoke to Bird, uh, I was like, it's, it it wasn't no is this dude still the same? It was kind of like that's my brother. It wasn't yeah. no ands ifs or buts, and it's been what 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, oh, that's bird. Yeah. When we gonna link up? That was the first thing I said. Yeah, you know, you know. Wayne it, told me something about me that I didn't know I done for him. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't know I. I already know what you gonna say. Yeah, but I'm not. We're not gonna say that. But <laughs> 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 he knows. I didn't know. I'm just. You know what? You know why? I'm gonna tell you why. Because we treat each other like human beings. Exactly. That's yeah. all we did. And you shouldn't have we to just, announce everything you do for somebody. Just, just, it was just like. Love, hey, Big Word, remember what I did for you this time? You nah, better always, hey, 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 Bird, you better remember what I did for you. It ain't even about that. It's supposed I to be Jamie. He was my practice for you. <laughs> I did it like he was. That was when I first started. Well, thank you. <laughs> he, he was Especially on those weak road trips. Like he was. He and my, was, I'm a hairy dude, yeah. and my shit to grow fast, man. I'm like, bird, can, can you hook me up, big yeah, dog? I got to them, Weezy. I was polished. Yeah. You know? I was doing. You know what I'm talking about? That's dope, though. Beautiful times, man. How you doing, baby? You guys say you good, Miss <laughs> Tim, Miss Perry. Well, you, you know what's baby? funny about the barber part? My grandfather is yeah. a barber, owns a barber shop, all that, and then so he would always be on some. Uh, why? Why do you always like to hear about my barber stories? And one day I told him, I said, you know, my great, my my grandfather, he's a barber, and so um, I always had a passion for like the whole idea of people getting their hair done and all that, because. My granddaddy was the nigga. He would be, a, you know, when he came into town, everybody, he would have his chair out in front of my dad's porch. The whole family come through, friends, extended friends. He'd be up there, you know, cutting them up. So I could relate to that, you know, and have nice. the importance of everything that happens inside that environment, you Can know. Can I throw in one more side note? Yeah. Just since y'all, you talking about Barbara and stuff like that. Like I said, like, I... I wanted to be an NBA point blank period. Yeah, that, 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 that's the goal that, one. That, that was, that was, that's the goal, right? Yeah, yeah. But then, so who the fuck thought that I would be interested in writing a book? Who the fuck yeah, thought that yeah, I would yeah. do some poetry? Yeah. So with me saying that and me saying and and her talking about the music and stuff like that, as as a culture, as a people, we cannot limit how we can affect the world. You could cut hair. Don't 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 cancel that option either. 
as 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 a, as a part of the hustle. Like, but because poetry, that's not my that's not a thing that that's not my main thing. It's just something that I could do. So that could be some, some sprinkles on the on the on the cake. You know what I'm saying? But the barber, it could be whether you own a shop, whether you in one cutting, that could be the sprinkles on the cake to where how you change the world. You know what I'm saying? That that could be you that money reinvesting into a bigger studio. Well, making what? that person have a sense of confidence in themselves. Not yeah. like wow. I do look better. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just, you I'm, look better, you perform better. Yeah, I'm. Just, I'm just saying. What, you feel whatever, good, you look good, you do good. Everybody in this room, whatever resource, whatever you can do good, capitalize off yeah, of exactly. it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Capitalize off of it and use that to what you want it to go towards. It, I think you're talking about millennials at this point, though, because a lot of people have been just talk about millennials has been coming up more and more often. But like we've been told by generations before us that we can't do more than one thing that we gotta pick one right right and the millennials change that perception you know you and i i think just you (laughs) myself and him and i think he's the last uh, actually in this room everybody here is a millennial but we're the um older we're the elderly right we are that's right we're the ones that led this whole um this whole vision of why can't I be a jack of all trades? Mm-hmm. How can you tell me I can't be? What do you mean? We have the we have people like Oprah in the world, running the world, doing very, doing. Nigga, how you get out? This nigga got out the cage. Hold on, hey, y'all. Hey, this is a beautiful thing. Even a dog was feeling annoying hey, hey, and the power of the message that's been displayed today. But you know, people like Oprah, or and there's men too. But you know, they do a multitude of things. You know, and are successful in them and can be because ultimately, so many things come together to making a chip. So right. many things come together into putting together the shoe that we like that we so we keep talking about like the Jordan um you know from the sport athlete to the shoemaker to you know the celebrity um aspect of it you know so many things going to making up who we are why do we have to limit ourselves to be one particular thing why can't we maybe like you said if you're good at being the barber doesn't mean that you won't necessarily want to be the barber but you always have a passion for having a business you know or in or make an investment and getting your return on investment right. oh, I. Oh, I. come there on oh, we <laughs> tell your whole story so uh you know so why can't why do we have to stop at one particular thing and millennials have been very what's the word um they've been uh, notorious for having a job for two years and changing industries and and I, learning something new, I think we we're so notorious un- for that. We so unique because we the we're the only generation that are half of the old school and half of the new school. Like we are we are a hybrid, right? Because te- you got to think when we was in high school, we wasn't on YouTube, but now YouTube is a big part of our life. Right. You know but it's funny. We wasn't, we wasn't on you cell say, phones. You I remember say, when I was in high school, I seen a nigga on a bus with a cell phone. I'm like, this nigga front. Nigga, you got a <laughs> and you got a cell phone. Right. How you gonna be Hold on, I'm going to check you phone? on that, though. I got to slow you down because you say now YouTube was a part of our lives. No, I said it wasn't. Right, wasn't. But it is now. But what I'm trying to tell you is I believe it really was because we really... A millennial came up with this technology. This was something that we had in our hearts to want to have. Because they say, people talk about uh, Zuckerberg all the time in Facebook. 
I'm sorry, Black Planet was there before any of that sparked off. Hey, you know what was before? You that know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta just let it be known, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? fire over here, you y'all. Know? Welcome Listen, to the flavoring too, y'all. Hydro code? Nah, we did. Uh, <laughs> right, those were text yeah, messages. Ah, we was vlogging. We was, I don't know what. It's not vlogging. What would what, what would that be called then? We, we had we had a literal tape recorder. And we'd go around the school like just terrorizing, like recording, our, yeah, and recording our day, like, and, mm. like a cassette player. And, I, and, I and we took yeah, a cassette player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have had, had, and we took hella pictures, hella throwaway cameras. Yeah. We talked about that. And so if, if we had somewhere to post them, we would have been posting, posting them. them. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 We would have posted them. We would have been posting them. That's crazy. Yeah, so, so all of this came about because the desire and the um, thought process was already there. Right. It was already there. I, I swear for God. We man. got tired of doing this with the cassette tape and a fucking yeah, yeah. pencil yeah. tip. I'm tired yeah. of fucking working harder for some shit that I got to. Why I got to press rewind and wait for that bitch to rewind to hear that song one more time? Yeah. Why the fuck do I got to do that? <laughs> I'm just saying. Right? Yeah. Like works more than our heart. We talked about you that. know. So I mean, we we've been feeling this way in our thoughts and everything like that. And somebody came along, and other people in our same generation participated in in the shit. And then the, you know to get it together. And my other last comment about that idea is just that I'm tired of people saying that older people aren't with it. I'm like, what are you talking about? They were the ones a part of the um industrial revolution. They see more than our little eyes have seen. They've been through all constant types of change and everything and had to like be real flexible. I'm surprised some of these white people that are older ain't more racist than they should be in my opinion because they're like 90 years old and went through their parents. They were the racists of the world. Like I'm surprised we're not seeing more of this than we are. Like these people are really like you know have really humbled themselves. Like society has really just changed and you know I think it's because their their grandkids, their the millennials have really set you know Nah, Grandma, you can't. You can't yeah. do that. You you can't do that. You can't say that. You can't feel that way. And this is why. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go search shit. You know, and education yeah. is a business, and we don't need to go to school no right. more. Um, we didn't need the school to build a pyramid, and it's going right back that direction. School will be obsolete soon because ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. Self talk. Self talk. You know what? And this is what I learned. Ike D said something to me earlier. He said, you was you was on your entrepreneurial shit back then. And I didn't even realize it because all I was doing it was just for the love when I was cutting hair. Yeah. I was doing it for the love. We needed fades. I said, <laughs> I need a fade, so I'm going to start my, cutting myself. Yeah. And then we all need, fuck it. So I'm not going to overcharge people. I was five to uh, two. But let me, tell you, let me tell you something. Two to five. Two to five. But let me tell you something. <laughs> I didn't tell you about a beef that I had. Cause we had some best baseball Puerto Ricans come in, and they was barbers, and they was way. <laughs> they, they had the blade before the wire. Doing the blade and all that. I ain't gonna even lie. He cut my hair, but I go to them to get lined. But look, though, I'm gonna tell you, the Puerto Rican they was solid though, cause they used to listen in front of me. They would be disrespectful. They used to say, "Wing, wing." Bad thing. <laughs> everything. Look, I swear to God, they was doing that right until one day. I, cause I never, you know, I was like, "What's happening with y'all?" Right? Dude, let me cut him one day, cause he's he see he came in there one day and he see me cutting one of the perp. He was observing. He knew three words of English, Bruno. Yeah. Bruno was a mother. His, his personality, if he could speak English, I would have fucked with him. <laughs> but he just couldn't be English, so. 
But he watched me do a fade one day. Then he let me sit and cut him. You know what I mean? He, we got over that little barber fade and all that. Because it was a football nigga that was cutting. It was me. And then it was a baseball nigga that, that year he came. At first it was me. I was getting all the love. I was getting football money, baseball money. Then I had to share the profit. And it was love though. I wasn't tripping. Like, go to who you want to go to. But Wayne overthrew me. He used to, he, but listen though, he used to let me. He was a real nigga though. He knew my face wasn't on them. He would still let me cut him and go let them line. That's a real nigga. Right? That's a real nigga for that. Like you know, a real nigga for that. <laughs> for real, he didn't just didn't say I ain't fucking with him. Yeah, yeah, he still gave you a chance. Just go over there. Like you gotta get some reps there. Yeah, the mix was hard. It was hard. Yeah, I had to close with that. Any any last remarks? Yeah, I got a movie yeah, documentary yeah. coming out. Last remarks and then social. Uh, yeah, uh, you can follow me at uh, Ramon Escalante. I'm not gonna spell it for you right now because I've been drinking. <laughs> but uh, he been drinking. He been Burr drinking. Right. You can Google Burrow Ain't Right and give you all my other handles. I got a few projects that I had out musically. I'm retired now, but I do have a couple documentaries coming forth. My lady is Twin Perp. Wifey for lifey. Hey. And the mother bitches don't like me. Hey. 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 All right, so go online and respond to that hoe. Ask, is that your girlfriend? Nah, bitch, who the fuck you think she is? <laughs> God damn it. Now, anyway. A lot of men wish they had a woman like you. What you got going on, baby? Well, my name is Twin Perp. Okay. Um, you can find all my handles and our all our business um, endeavors on our Purple Rain site www purple rain rain as in a dynasty so violet's rain is really what it stands for purple rain production.com the company name is purple rain we do the editing we do the uh, music production uh videography um a lot of so, a lot of branding and things like that we'd love to be your guest if you'd like us to be our guest and spit some more game um game runs through our veins we are straight out the bay okay and um, it's not on us Right, oh. so I could tell you all day about a story about my story, and I think that in itself will help motivate you. So we do all of that. We have a YouTube channel. It's Twin Perp. Um, we have all our video and all our uh, music videos, doc some documentaries up there, um, and anything else. And if celebrity anything inspires events. some of the celebrity events, um, anything that you might get inspired by, you would like us to do, we'll shoot it, do whatever it is is necessary. We'd be more than happy to do that. If you're ever in the area. Hey, holler at us. Um, and now, lastly, do. for reals, we got a. Uh, lastly, we got a. Uh, we want to do a follow up with the iTunes album. We're working on that. We started off with the War of the Roses, which was a mixtape. Now we want to take this to the iTunes album, make it an iTunes album. So we hope that you guys support us. Myself, Bird, Bird uh, Wainwright. Bert Cobain, Ramona Escalante, all the same plug, and uh, Twin Perp. And then I think we got uh, Oliver up next. Yes, sir. Uh... Wayne Oliver, my uh, Instagram is imso510, I-M-S-O-510. Uh, I got the, I'm in the process of writing the book, the poet, I have a little, a, a few of my poems on uh, YouTube, but it's nothing major, some cell phone stuff, but uh, it's just me getting my feet wet and getting used to it, getting, getting in front of the camera and stuff like that, but the book is the major thing that I'm working on, it's going to be titled, Basically, I'm Happy, and uh yeah, that's it. Retired basketball player. I played overseas about 10 years. <laughs> yeah. now, now I'm trying to make money off my mind instead of my body. 
Yeah, ain't no question. Why not sports? And it's even the flagrant two right now. This next one you got to get on. Why not sports? Man, this is powerful, man. Wayne Oliver, brother. I wasn't even expecting you first to even be here. So that's a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. And and, and for you to have the the wealth of knowledge that you have, I want to just personally thank you for that. And I'm I'm definitely follow you. I'm gonna give you my personal say. We gonna stay in contact. Cause 2000, I will be back in L.A. Yeah, Much so let him get Coach Carter on this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach Carter, Carter's like, well, me because I played for his coach. Coach Carter live in Texas. Wow. Coach Carter lived. <laughs> coach Carter, I lived in Texas with Coach Carter for about two and a half months. He lived in uh, Marlin. It's about twenty minutes from Waco. Yeah, so like, so we used to go to Baylor, work out, and everything all the time. So yeah, he, he, he Coach Carter, you hit this man. Hey, hit me up, the, the big homie D Murph, man. We we <laughs> can, we can definitely uh, yeah, we 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 support you. We we support you even before you know even today. He's cool as a fan, too. Man, yeah, he's definitely a human. And, and, you know. and, and and I'm and hopefully yeah, we link up real soon. But and also you know Bird and Twin Perp, thank you. No problem. Appreciate y'all sincerely for the for the welcome. Cause I told Big Roy, I said, man, L.A. has shown us so much love that dog. I gotta come back. Yeah. You don't get love like this and not come back. Mm-hmm. For well, real. We got a lot of Southern hospitality, believe it or not. Nah, instead of all, they just bougie. Yeah. No, you know what's not funny? Us, if us. you look up the history of Los Angeles, I want to say down there where the uh, alleys and things are in um, in downtown L.A., mm-hmm. like right outside of the Staples Center. Um, a lot of the uh, southern families migrated that way, and they had a whole situation a whole going bay. on. You know, yeah, it's a whole, a whole story. Bay from the south. And the Bay Area the exactly is from the south. And we got a lot of that, and a lot of people don't understand why. That makes sense for the Raider fans. I know they country. Yeah. They no disrespect, yeah, yeah, but the Raider yeah, fans yeah. like, hey, y'all so country. It's well, that southern know, hospitality. Los Angeles, though, it's not the natives. The LA natives are wonderful. It's yeah, the people that come out here yeah. and try to live up in to the hype what you think LA should be. Yeah. Those okay. are the people that fuck it up. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, it's not the natives. Yeah. Yeah. Speak for them. Well, well honestly, some when facts people, on the show right when now. When people go to any See, city, we're, 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 we're not the natives, but we know how to handle it because we, we just. We hear beings mm-hmm. from Cali. You know, we're Cali, so we, we got, got family members out here. We know about that. Yeah. We show love. We open the doors. We do all that. You know what I mean? Man, we, yeah, we got to do a part two. I always say that, but it, we can talk for another two, three hours, but we all got things to do. Yeah. But world listeners, I really hope, I'm sure y'all full, but that's why it's in the archives now. <laughs> so y'all can go back. And, and break it down for every 30 minutes so y'all digest the knowledge and the wealth of information that was presented to y'all on how to be an entrepreneur, on how to, not only what my man Wayne Oliver said, he played overseas, but now instead of his body, he's, he's using his mind. The same story with myself and my dog across the way, Big Roy. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court and the good, bad, and ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life. And then my brother, Mr. Bird Wainwright, Armand Bird Wainwright, my host, linked up for one year, yep. but that one year was that influential to now 15, 16 years later. It's like we never skipped a beat. Yeah, exactly. And we growing, and I, now we're branding with each other. And he asked me a question, Murph, who you still get in contact with? I'm like, shit, nobody. <laughs> and I heard me, Loki. But, 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 it, but it's not me, not. No, I understand. You, I was to say, you know me. I, I, I reach I out. I understand. I tell you what 
But even then, in school, though, it was kind of the same way, though, for whatever reason. Yeah. But again, for the message of it is, if people don't want to rock with you, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not saying that with my, my former teammates, but I'm just saying at the end of the day, yeah, I got Wayne Oliver. Of yeah. course, my dog across the way, Big Roy, Roy Boy, Turner Row, <laughs> everybody's dog. And then now with with, 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 with Miss Twin Perp now added to the mix, and of course, my dog Armand Wainwright, I'm looking forward to what the future holds. And you can hear the show on basically all major platforms, TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, whatever. We're working on the iHeart. We're working on iHeart and Spotify for for Flagrant 2. Uh, why Not Sports is on everything. You know, they, they, they Why Not Sports big time. But Flagrant 2 is on its way now. But y'all find me Twitter and IG at IsDMurph. You and we're going to play it on YouTube. Okay. Because we look like we got the visual version of it. Bet. So y'all heard Twin and Perk. The introduction to this is going to be a little bit cut off. But, but you guys will see. This okay. We can throw some uh, footage on him. There you go. All he oh, needs is one pretty picture. Well, he's waiting selfie. for the camera. Like, yo, this is me. You know a what I mean? selfie. Um, now, so you guys can find that that particular thing. You guys have been asking for it. So we're going to deliver on the Twin Perp channel. We're going to go ahead and throw we this. We got our, so y'all heard it. Up there, we got okay? our visual now. And I was even, uh, you know, toast to, to everybody. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. Getting my sip on, but. Yeah. But yeah, y'all. And I just want y'all to know, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Check these guys out. Follow their journey. And, and give them feedback. Give me feedback. And like I said, we're going to make this happen again. Here's but my feedback. Look like we got to all be faded the way this ending is taking forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's never, it's a never ending ending. And y'all know. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah, y'all know. Hey, that was I... a purple bottle of Crown Royale to sponsor this show. Come on. Come on. Where's the sponsorship dollars? <laughs> Holla. We having so much fun. We, it's hard for us to end the show. But I have to close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. <laughs> Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on. Day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh, D-Murph, you did it again Setting trends like you winning the win Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins Connecting dots now with all the pins We just trying to be good men I Adore my wife and I love my kids I never let them down, never let them frown Never let a clown take a crown Hit me cause I'm brown, that's okay I got the blood of a king Saw it in the dream, ain't all with the scenes Try to turn us to fiends We drown in the streams while we chasing that green It's all about the dollar bill, y'all And stop chasing that thrill, y'all These beliefs trying to kill y'all I'm just here trying to heal y'all so listen as we work, dropping them gems now, rocking with D Murph. Tuning in as we get it in, so milling in, being better men, we so adamant about the culture, sick that is vultures. We in the game now, watch how we coach ya. Keep your guns in the holster. Love is life, and that's how we approach it. Huh?